You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 54, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Last week, we talked about setting your intentions for the year. And this week, we're going to talk about leaving your past behind. It's going to make hitting your 25 pound weight loss goal that much easier. I promise. I am recording this coming off of holiday vacation and break time. I gave myself a week off between Christmas and New Year's. So I mean, technically weekend to weekend, so it's a little bit more than a week. And I gotta tell you, I am having a hard time kind of coming back to work and to not having as much time off and free time. And it's interesting because one of my main wishes is that I had more time with house projects, like doing things around the house. And I'm like, who am I? I want to do more things around my house. I want to work on more projects. And I've got some what Cal Newport calls high leisure activities that I'm really interested in and just things outside of work and just usual things that I am really enjoying. And I wish I had more time for those things. (laughs) So that's where I'm at. Also quite motivated to get back to work. So that's a positive. If you're listening to this real time, I am in the middle of doing a workshop that I had been thinking about putting on for a couple of years now. I always wanted to do a workshop at the beginning of the year to help people who had goals to lose weight. And I finally put it in, what's the word? Action. I put it in action this year. So if you're listening to this real time, we are almost done. Today is day four on Thursday, and then day five is on Friday, and then the replays will be available through the 20th, January 20th. So the way you can go ahead and join us for day five, especially on Friday, or watch the replays is get on my email list. That is how you will get the information. And you can do so by going to pagewoman.com slash services and click sign up for email list. All right. So This idea of leaving the past behind, if you're a coach, you know this. When you have your coach brain on, you know that some of the work you'll do with your clients is to leave the past behind and think about the future and be more present, right? There's kind of three chunks of time there, past, present, and future. We teach our clients to no longer dwell on the past and imagine the things that could be and imagine a different future and other possibilities. So when you have your coach brain on, you're like, yeah, I know all about leaving the past behind. I teach this. But when you're in your, why can't I lose weight brain? You're not knowing that you got to leave the past behind. So I don't want you to be a coach right now. I don't want you listening to this thinking, I know this stuff. I teach this stuff. I want you, as my coach says, leave your coach brain at the door. 
I want you to listen to this as the person who's dying to lose 25 pounds, who wants to make her dream happen and has a little bit of that. I'm not sure why I'm not losing weight. I'm not sure what to do differently. I want you coming with that brain, which is fine, right? To feel a little uncertain and have some doubt. That's welcome here. And that's why I bring you this episode. So come to this episode, listening to this as the person who's like, one of those weight, not quite sure how, I don't even know if it's possible. I want you to have that brain on. Because today I'm going to talk to you about a couple things. One is the problem with bringing the past with you and how that's slowing you down. And then we're going to talk about why you don't need the past to succeed. And lastly, I'm going to cover how to leave the past behind. And you're going to see a common theme run through these. So spot it if you can. And I will, of course, point it out. And as I explain these three things, I'm going to give you examples of losing weight, of course, because that's why we're here. But also, I wanted to think about a metaphor. I wanted to use a metaphor that is something different than weight loss. And I thought about piano. I learned how to play piano. My first piano lesson was actually on 9-11, like the 9-11, 2001. And I remember I lived in a small town in Indiana and there was a ton of traffic. And I think we got out of school early, but I still ended up going to my piano lesson. Yeah. So anyway, that's how long ago I started learning piano. And I kept up with it a little bit while I was deployed. I played piano in my free time for the church services. When I came home, I got a keyboard and my husband and I will play around with the keyboard. And so I have used the skill over time, but I came to this decision to either continue building my skill because I kind of got to this point where I wasn't performing as well as I would like to be performing. And so I kind of stopped, I gave up. And I came to this like point where I needed to decide, am I done with this so I can get rid of the keyboard and free up this table space? Or do I want to try this again and see if I can up my skill and make this more enjoyable? So I'm going to use the piano metaphor at times to help you kind of think about why leaving the past behind is so important and how to do that along with losing weight. And I'd be interested in how many of you relate to the piano thing (laughs) or any instrument or hobby maybe that you had at one time and then you stopped doing and then you're like, "Uh, I'll probably get back to this. So you keep this stuff, but you never do. (laughs) I know there are people out there who are like, yes, that's me. So number one, bringing the past with you or looking to the past is slowing you down. And here's how. It is causing you to redo things you know isn't working. And it's January and you've got a goal. And I know there are many of you who have thought this. All right, I really do. I want to lose 25 pounds this year. Okay, what did I do last time? All right, so when I did that shake fast and I did that, I lost like 10 pounds. Okay, and oh yeah, that one exercise part. I know those of you who have racked up Uh, quote unquote, weight loss success in the past, even if you gain the weight back, you go right back there. Or you go pick up another diet that's very similar to something you've already done, right? It's still that same, this is what I've done in the past. 
So bringing the past with you has you redoing things you already know isn't working. It has you foregoing imagining something different for your future. So if you go to the past and you're like, okay, yeah, that one diet, okay, that did work for a little while and I did lose some weight. Okay, I could try that again. You are literally saying no to imagining something different for your future or researching something else you could be doing. And then it has you creating more pain and suffering if you haven't cleaned up what happened in your past. So you're kind of going down this like, okay, yeah, that diet and then the exercise program. But oh yeah, six months later, I did end up getting that, gaining that weight back. And why am I doing this again? Oh, I wish I didn't have to set a New Year's resolution. Listen, I know this well, okay? I know that this is the thought pattern. This is like the process you go through and then you either give up or you don't keep going, which by the way, is why I'm doing this five-day workshop so that you don't give up, so that you do keep going. I'm getting you ready to go beyond the month of January for your 25-pound weight loss goal. But okay, so bringing the past with you has you redoing things you already know isn't working, has you foregoing imagining something that could be different in the future, and is creating more pain and suffering, especially if you haven't cleaned up the past. So let's use the piano example here. And I really was thinking about this, which is so good because I've been needing to think about this. If I'm thinking, all right, I want to pick back up with piano. And I'm thinking that that's something I want to do. And I don't leave the past behind. I go to the past. What I'll do is I'll go back to the way I learned in the past, which I got stuck. I hit a plateau. The way I was learning in the past, which did you hear when I said I started my piano lessons <laughs> over 20 years ago, those are not for my adult brain. Those techniques are not for my adult brain. Those techniques for were for young page. So when I think about, okay, all right, so what did I do? I had that book. By the way, I still have all my books from when I was a kid and learning how to play piano. So I might think, okay, that's what I did. I sat there and I practiced these pages. So I'm already just kind of going back to what I did in the past. If I'm not leaving the past behind, I'm not considering what new techniques there could be, what techniques could be available for adults, or that would be really useful for what I've learned about myself, being neurodivergent, having a different kind of brain than maybe neurotypical people and maybe how I was treated in the past. I'm not even considering that when I'm bringing the past along with me and using the past to direct me. And then lastly, for this last point, the pain and suffering, I remember struggling with memorizing chords, for example. I remember struggling with getting well-skilled with my hand movements. I remember struggling connecting what I was seeing on the page to my hands. Like that never felt very clear or I never felt masterful in that. That, when I think about that, that feels just bad. And it kind of just stops me, right? Just like with the weight loss example. I'm just like, Ooh, that didn't feel good thinking about how I kind of suck at this or how I'm not as good as I thought I should be or I would be. And then I don't go practice piano. So I really want you thinking about, okay, here's the how keeping the past along with me is keeping me stuck. 
right? It's like the why. This is why this is no longer working for me. Remember, you're not bringing your coach brain along because you might think, yeah, I understand why. But if you're still doing it, then you're not really knowing it deep down that bringing the past along with you is keeping you stuck. So let's go into point number two. You don't need the past to succeed. Here's why. Unless you're evaluating, it's just taking up space in your brain and it may be mislabeled. For example, those 10 pounds I lost and gained right back. If you're calling that a failure and then feeling terrible about it, it actually might be that it's mislabeled. Did you evaluate? Was it a fail? Was there anything you could have learned about it or from it? So it's taking space up in your brain and maybe mislabeled and you're not giving yourself any opportunity to learn from it because you're calling yourself a failure and shaming yourself. The next thing is you've never achieved the goal. So you're going to have to learn and do new things, something you don't need the past for, unless you use the past to evaluate and see what you'll need to do differently in the future. Are you picking up what I'm laying down yet? The common theme here. Use the past to evaluate because otherwise you're blocking yourself from learning the new things you're going to need to learn because you haven't figured out how to do the thing yet. You haven't hit the goal. You haven't mastered piano. So of course you're going to have to learn new things. You're going to have to feel new emotions, believe new things. And then here's the last reason why you don't need the past to succeed. It's already happened. So really think about this. What does mulling on it or pondering it or even like diddling in the past again and again doing for you? What are the positive benefits for mulling on the past? I'm waiting. Again, unless it's to evaluate and you sit there and you, do, you go through the evaluation method I've taught on the podcast, what's working, what are the facts? What worked, what didn't work, and what am I going to do differently? Unless you're doing that, there are no positive benefits to lingering in the past. I lost 25 pounds in what I think it was like two and a half years. Not once did I need anything from my past, even though I did lose weight in the past. I didn't need any of it to be successful, period. I had done diet programs, nutrition programs, exercise programs. Sure, I learned things from those that are just knowledge I have. And you can't unknow things. But not once did I look back and say, okay, I really want to lose this 25 pounds. So what can I do or go back to in the past? No, I let the past be in the past. And I said, what am I going to learn from this program, right? From, I think I talked about this in the episode, right? The losing 25 pounds episode where I said, when I heard the solution was to feel my feelings and the reason I was eating was to not feel my feelings, I was sold. So therefore I didn't need anything from my past. Nothing from my past helped me with that. So you don't need your past to succeed unless you're evaluating. It's not helpful to mull on the past. It's not helpful, especially if it's mislabeled, to go back there. And just a side note, if you do want to go back there and relabel it, I am a fan. I would suggest that. 
but you don't need the past to succeed. All right, piano metaphor time. So point number two is you don't need the past to succeed. And here is why. So we have the why behind the bringing the past with you is slowing you down or keeping you stuck. Now here is the why of why you don't need the past to succeed in the future. So think about this. I don't need any skills, knowledge, any books, anything that I did in the past today to be successful at playing the piano from now on. I don't need any of it. Remember, unless I'm evaluating, that's just taking up space in my brain, especially if I have mislabeled it like I was a failure. I never achieved the level of mastery that I wanted. So I'm going to have to learn new things, especially because it has been so long and my brain is so different. I'm going to have to learn new things to be masterful at the piano moving forward. And I don't need the past for that. Now, again, same with the weight loss. I can't unlearn knowing, you know, F-A-C-E is in between the spaces on the, the scale. I don't know. See, I don't need to know all things, those things to move forward. But of course, there are some things I can't unforget. That's not a word. There are some things I can't forget. And that's fine. But I don't need to bring any of the past with me. And in fact, I could just call all the things that I still remember a bonus moving forward. And all that time spent playing piano, whether I was doing well or not, that's already happened. So me spending any time thinking about that versus practicing in the now and thinking about how I'm going to get even better in the future is giving me zero benefits. Okay, lastly, point number three, you can actually leave the past behind. And here's how. Number one, acknowledge what happened. Number two, evaluate. Make the past useful. You want to leave the past behind, acknowledge it, evaluate it, and then move on. And then this is the last like caveat I'll say is to decide if and when you'll dig back into the past in the future. So if you haven't picked up already, the big thing about the past is evaluate. That's really the only thing I think that the past is useful for. So acknowledge that you lost 10 pounds with an exercise program. You gained it back. Okay, do your eval. Here's what was supposed to happen. Here's what happened. Here's what worked, what didn't. Here's what I'm going to do differently and maybe even not using that program just differently in general. And then I leave the past behind and I move forward and then I'll decide if and when if I ever want to go back and think about that time. I did a nutrition program a couple years ago, which I don't know that I would recommend. So I'm not going to mention it because I'm not sure what they've changed. This was a couple years ago. I learned a lot, though, and I really liked it. And I remember thinking, I don't want to use this program to lose weight, but I, of course, like I said, I can't unlearn what I already know. But I remember thinking, how did I approach that program? Because I felt different when I bought it and I studied and and how I felt going through that program. I felt like I was changing. I think I learned about coaching, self-coaching and life coaching, and I could feel 
the change in me. And I remember approaching this program differently than I ever had. So when I went to go lose 25 pounds this last time, I remember thinking about what was different about that time? What did I like and how I showed up with that program? What didn't I like? And it was very much this like, all right, I did that thing, evaluate it, and then I leave it behind and I'm done with it. So I give you permission. If you don't want to evaluate, then just acknowledge what happened in the past, whether you lost weight, gained it back, gained more weight, didn't complete the program, et cetera, et cetera. Acknowledge it and then decide it'll stay in the past. If you want to evaluate it, definitely go check out my podcast episode on evaluating. Do the evaluation and then leave it in the past. And coming back to our piano metaphor, this it's the same exact thing. Acknowledge that I took piano lessons, I kept going on my own, I practiced here and there, I did things for my church, I practiced at home, I didn't succeed in doing this thing and this thing. Okay, if I want to evaluate, then I'll evaluate and then I will leave it in the past. And I'm opening myself up. This is what I want you to think about. You're opening yourself up. All this space in your brain and all the possibilities in the future are just wide open now because you're no longer bringing the past along with you and it's no longer pulling you back. Now you can be like, all right, what is possible? What do I want to spend my brain space on? What future, what possibilities, what new ways of doing things do I want to be thinking about and spending my time and energy on? Okay, so to recap, because I really want you to spend time with this one before we get to the future episode. Bringing the past with you, looking to the past is slowing you down and keeping you stuck. You don't need the past to succeed and you can leave it behind. So if any one of those feels like, "Mm, I'm not sure, go back and listen to this episode and really let this idea that you can leave the past behind sit with you for a bit and then make the decision to do it. It's done. I understand the why. She gave me the how. Let's go. That way you're ready for the future episode that's coming. And if you're doing the workshop, that'll be really useful to have work through this as you join us in the workshop and then watch the replays. And lastly, I wanted to share with you a little something from a conversation I had with a client who we finished our time together. And I like to ask some questions at the end of our time together about their experience before working with me and what changed and just to celebrate them. And she lost 17 pounds in our time together. I'm so proud of her. But the main thing we celebrated was her experience with weight loss and her feelings around the journey and then her belief about her goal. All that changed for her. And I wanted to include this a little bit in the podcast today because something that she said really struck me as relevant to what we're talking about today. And she said a little bit about how before we started working together, she felt really helpless. And the reason why is because she felt like she couldn't get out of those habits that were keeping her stuck, right? Not losing weight, stuck on the journey. Things like feeling like she doesn't have enough time for herself. So at the end of the day, she would just go to the couch, grab some food and just veg out. And she also felt frustrated because things would stop working after a couple of weeks. And so I asked her, 
what changed when we started working together. And the main thing that came up for her that she said is she realized that those things that she was doing were patterns and that she could change them. And then she told me that she felt free now, free to change the way she was treating herself. Those patterns of going to the couch and vegging out at night, free to change that and no longer do that. Free to leave the past behind, free to hit her goal. She is like, my goal is done. She has more weight she wants to lose. And we talked about her thoughts about her goal and we got her ready to continue on. And she told me that the reason I would recommend this, this work to anyone is that freedom. And I thought about how what she's saying is she is free to leave the past behind. And that's exactly what she did. Right. Because if you think about these old habits of vegging on the couch when I feel like I have no time, and one thing we worked on together was her lack of energy and feeling like she never had energy and feeling frustrated that things would always stop working after a couple of weeks. She'd lose some weight and then she'd gain it back and she'd stop doing the things that were working. And we talked about how that's no longer the case, that is in the past. That is no longer her identity. Those are no longer her results. And leaving that, those old ways in the past means that as she continues along towards her goal, she's free to grow and evolve and keep making tweaks around her relationship with food and emotions and hunger and how she treats herself and how she takes care of herself because she's so focused on the future because she left the past behind. So I wanted to share that real life example with you of how, one, how possible it is to leave the past behind, but also how, in my opinion, it's the way, it's the way to your goal. It's the way to getting out of feeling stuck and of feeling like this isn't working. It's truly as simple as I'm no longer going back to the past to figure out how to lose weight in 2023. I'm no longer keeping the past and letting it pull me back every time the scale goes up a little bit. If I'm leaving the past behind every time the scale goes up, then I just want to evaluate and figure out what I'm going to do differently. That's why leaving the past behind is so necessary to be successful because how you show up on a daily basis is so different when the past is no longer pulling you back. Say you had an overeat and the scale went up. Well, if you're no longer thinking about the past and comparing it to anything or using it as evidence that you'll just recreate the past, you'll just evaluate or get coached on it or self-coach on it. And then you'll just do whatever you need to do differently. I really want to offer. It could be that simple. And then you're going to start hearing me talk a lot more about this. I think I have an episode coming out about this. It gets to be fun. Yes, it's challenging because you're changing how you think and how you feel and how you show up. But then it gets to be fun because you're not constantly thinking about the past and being attached to things in the past and using evidence to tell you that you'll just recreate the past. So you might as well just give up. Weight loss could be fun, you all. Just saying. Okay, we covered leaving the past behind. Listen to this one again if you need to. And get ready for our future episode on looking to the future.
All right, my friends, that's it for today's episode. This was a good one, one I want you to keep coming back to until you are masterful at leaving the past behind. Don't forget, we are in the middle of a five-day Lose 25 Pounds in 2023 workshop. Go ahead and sign up for my email list. The link is in my show notes or go to pagebowman.com services and get signed up because you can at least watch the replay. If you love this episode, give us a rating and a review so others can find it as well and share this episode with someone you know would love to learn how to leave the past behind. And you are officially allowed to put your coach brain back on. We are at the end of the episode. Thank you for being here with me, for being vulnerable and being willing to leave the past behind. I promise you won't regret it. All right, you all, I will see you next week or at the workshop. Have a great one. Bye.